0: The following show is part of the BPL Beats Pods and Life Network. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight,
1: nine. Uh, it's the dopes top ten podcast. Hey yo, what's good? Recording live for the culture. You are tuning into the dopest top 10 podcast brought to you by the BPL. That's the Beats Pods and Life Network. It's your man Dane. It's your man Lou Hall. Yo, what's going on, my brother?
2: man i can't (laughs) complain my brother what's going on with you man not a damn thing my man just
1: chilling man you know how it go man out here trying to survive in these mean streets man (laughs)
2: absolutely man with (laughs) targets painting on our back on a regular basis (laughs) you know how
1: it goes, man we just gotta maintain man we gotta be above the bullshit man that's all we gotta do stay above the rim that's what it is, man. Yo, big shout out to everybody checking out this podcast for the first time. This is the Beast Pods and Life Network, dopest top 10 podcast. Uh, me and my man, Lou Hall, man, we decided to come together, drop this, Um, some of our favorite, favorite top 10s ever. We talk about music, movies, news, sports, like a whole bunch of topics, man. You know, yes. we've we been getting it in. We've been getting it in for a minute, man. Oh, yeah. It's been a good little minute, man. Man, oh man, yo, I'm feeling it, man, I love it, I love it, I mean, just showing how much we into so many different genres, we in the, like I said, we in the music, all kind of music, we in the mm-hmm. all kind of movies, man, we going to the 80s, the 90s, the current times, oh my God, man. Exactly. Mm-mm-mm. And like, and this topic right here. I picked this topic last week. Like this is right in my wheelhouse, yo. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I am a self, a self-professed wrestling, uh, as they call us. I don't mark or smark, whatever you want to call, whatever you want to call what I am. So, like, I'm one of them people where you know how, like, when I'm pretty sure you probably fell into this category where you watched wrestling as a kid. And then you became a teenager you become a teenager then you start mm-hmm. going outside a little more and you kind of like started fading away a little bit from wrestling like getting into like real life exactly having a life yeah that wasn't me yo i'm just, <laughs> 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 I fucking never stop watching that shit to this fucking day yo so <laughs> to the point where I, I watch this shit every single week every week i'm still on it watching aw new japan Ring of Honor, I watch everything, man. When I can get my hands on this shit, I'm, I'm on it, man.
2: So, um,
1: yeah, this was cool though. But I, but I knew you did at least watch the wrestling in the nineties the and shit. At least. Oh right? yeah,
2: I was steadily watching wrestling in the nineties, man. And, um, it's crazy because when I was doing some of the research, um, I just started falling back. I started watching some of these old matches, man, from like WCW and okay. WWF, like. And I'm talking the real WWF. We ain't talking about WWE. You know, with that crazy scripted mess they got now, but I'm that talking be about
0: WWF. <laughs> that
1: shit is <be> terrible, yo. <laughs>
2: are you, are you lucky you're not... Oh, my God. Listen,
1: man. I mean, listen. A couple of weeks ago, man, whenever, whenever the show comes out, a couple of weeks ago, they had some... It was just some ridiculous shit. They got motherfuckers getting burned alive, and then they coming back to life, and it's, what? It, yeah, it's 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 banana, <laughs> yo. People with like girls, like Lexa Bliss with black ooze running down the it's just weird as shit, yo. It's like I don't know. It's mad, yo, it, it's for kids. <laughs> it literally is <laughs> for kids, man. You're
2: right. It's it's My son, he he loves it. I yeah. just be like, I try to watch it sometimes, just keep yeah. up with him. Right. I just be like, man, I can't. I can't sit down and watch it. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I understand.
1: <laughs> I understand. Well, I mean, for me, that's WWE. I can watch everything else. Like I said, oh Reap, yeah. uh, AEW. I can watch New Japan. I can watch MLW. I can watch everything else. But yeah, the WWE. Even like the even the NXT and the WWE is cool. I can check that out. But it's more. I don't know. I guess because we're a little bit older now, so we more mm-hmm. like when I was a kid. When I was young, I was I was into the goofy shit. I loved it, man. I, I, you know what? Oh, yeah. I still love the goofy shit. I, I do love the goofy shit. I can watch goofy shit right now. I just don't like my intelligence being insulted. <laughs> That's basically what it is and shit. Like, don't play me like I'm a fucking fool and shit, man. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm not 12 years old and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? But But, um, my brother, Lou Hall, man, like I said, this is cool, man. So we covering the top 10 wrestlers of the 90s, the 1990s, man, which is one of the greatest decades for everything, for me. Uh, Everything, music. Movies, I agree. TV shows, man. <laughs> God damn, I love the fucking 90s, man. <laughs> so, if you're first time checking us out, man, a dopest top 10 podcast. Me and my brother Lou Hall, we come up with a subject and a topic every single week. We go our separate ways. We come up with our own top 10 lists. We come back together and we drop our lists on the show, man. We go from 10 to 1. So the way we do it is the first one goes, he drops his bottom four, which is 10 to seven. The next one goes his 10 to seven. And then we just go one, 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 all the way to the end. And we just rock it like that, man. No doubt. And then if one of us has like the same, if we end up with the same pick, you know, we can decide to pass until the next one goes until it's that person's time. Or we could just go whatever, whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. On this on on, on on our two lists, I don't know how many we're gonna have that's similar. May, maybe close to the top. We might have something that's similar. But I'm but I'm real curious of your list, man. I'm real curious and shit, man. I'm 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 curious, man.
0: I was gonna say the same
2: thing, cause you know, yeah. with you especially being like this straight wrestling head, you right. know what I'm saying? I know that for you, you're not gonna pick like the 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 the, the top just based on popularity, you know? Right, what I'm saying? definitely you pick- not. Definitely <laughs> exactly. Not. Well, yeah.
1: see now, see now, the way I went in, well, I mean, depends on what it is. Now, my criteria is was um like I said, wrestlers from the '90s that had like a major impact on wrestling so okay that's how i pick my list yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: okay
0: okay
1: because you'll be surprised man some of the people like it's like one person in particular i don't have on my list you might have them on your list i don't have them on my list but his fucking um like his career in the 90s was like mad short because he didn't pop up until like the late night oh it's just weird. we'll definitely get into it we'll definitely get into it and shit man
2: I Know one for mine, I definitely left off on purpose. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, he really do not get the recognition, and I think you know why. And I think you mm. know who I'm talking about. Too. You, you,
1: you left a certain person, you left them off on purpose.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely left them off on purpose.
1: Mm. I hope it ain't like the R. Kelly type situation where you where you feel some kind of backlash. Why you ain't put them nah, on, nah, nah, oh, oh, on there? No, oh. no, no,
2: because I'm just Uh-oh. like, you No, because I left it because you know who I'm talking about. So, you know, I left them off because, and matter of fact, we can go ahead and say it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, before we even get into the list, um, I'm talking about uh, my man Hulk Hogan. Okay, I left okay. him off my list. Okay. Okay, we'll, you know we'll, get we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it okay.
1: close to the end. We'll get into it close to the end. All right. No that's doubt. What's up. All right, my brother, you set it off, man. You're gonna yes, set sir. it off,
2: my brother. You're number right. 10. This is your 10 through seven kid. Let's go. Let's see what you got. All right. So, my number 10, we're gonna start off, man. I'ma just go ahead and give you this man's real name. His name is Mark William Callaway. You know no what I'm doubt. saying? So when I when I drop this name, y'all gonna know who exactly who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Undertaker. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice.
2: Yo man, I'm telling you man, with uh with Undertaker man, I was like a huge fan. Even with him when he started out man, he was like a heel, you know what I'm saying? So no for people that don't know, heels are the bad guys. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, you know, he started out as a heel. Um I remember, you know, how he came with basically coming to the ring on this 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 uh this smoke, this mist, you know what I'm saying, and appear <laughs> all of a sudden, um doing his finishing move, the tom- tombstone pile driver, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That finisher that ended it every single match, man. Worst. Yo, um Undertaker was just my, my dude, man. I just loved how this man was just like a beast in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um and you know shout out to his, uh his brother Kane you no know doubt. what i'm saying but um yo this, this he was mysterious uh Paul Bear he was hilarious <laughs> that was a character man
0: oh, my undertaker <laughs> my undertaker
2: <laughs> he walk around carry the urn <laughs> all of a sudden the lights go out and then all of a sudden this man appears in the ring man no doubt um <laughs> Yo, man, I can't say you know. I, I can't say enough about this guy, man. Um, just how he killed the WWF. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised how he didn't. He wasn't one of the ones that switched um, different flagships, the WCW, yeah, yeah. and then he stayed all the way with WWE mm-hmm. or yeah, WWF. Yeah. yeah, he definitely
1: did. He definitely did. I mean, he came through it. I mean, he was in WWE. He's in WCW in the beginning. His first like two years. First, first oh, year yeah, or two yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then he switched over. Like, yeah, like that was a good pick, man. For some, re- yeah, it was a good pick. I wasn't even honestly thinking about him really that much, for some weird reason, I have no idea why he never even popped into my head with this list. Because um I guess for me, he would be. He had some of his 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 best matches were like in the two thousands. For me personally, his best matches were like in the two thousands and shit. But um, he was dope though. take it was dope, man. Takeo had an amazing career. I remember the fucking. Like I said, I knew him. I knew I knew him in WCW. So when he debuted at um, Survivor Series, I knew who he was and shit. But I was I was I was fully bought into the character. I was like, all right, that was it. I was I'm good. I'm fully bought into the character. And um, he killed oh, yeah. it, man. He killed it. He definitely killed it, man. He definitely killed it, man. That's a that's a good pick, man. That's a really good pick, yo. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely, what's up, absolutely. That's what's up. Shout out to the Undertaker, right.
2: man. The Undertaker. All right, that was my number 10. We're going to get into my number nine pick. Um, I, I have a feeling you might have this person, okay. so this might be a skip. Um, but my number nine, man, uh, this guy's name was born Paige Joseph. Faulknerburg. i don't have I'll him t- i don't have
1: him that's a oh i don't
0: have
1: him no that's my guy though <laughs> I, don't I, talk see about- I do see him every morning when i'm doing that yoga and shit,
0: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm talking about my man diamond dallas page nice, often nice. known as ddp Bang <laughs> <laughs> Nice 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 <laughs> Yeah man This um, This is another Another phenom In the ring man He mm-hmm. was uh, I loved that Finisher man mm. the Diamond cut man I oh, loved that And mm. I can remember Back in the day Being in school At recess <laughs> And we always Just like Pretended we WWF Characters man We're... Or WCW Characters <laughs> And then Yo I remember like We would just wrestle and I remember doing that on somebody I just run up grab him by the head bang. You know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> and drop them right exactly. <laughs> now, now did you drop all the way down did you drop all the way down to your ass no no no! Because
2: nah win 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 I ain't want to hurt nobody, you know no what I'm saying?
1: Doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shout out to Randy O. Randy Owen did still his movie and shit, but it's all good though. It's all
0: good. Yeah,
1: KO is a diamond cutter, but it's all yeah, good
2: though. Exactly. So good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think he actually might have did reach out to him actually before he started using it. Oh,
2: okay.
1: He so he gave him permission. Him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's
2: good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's what's up though.
2: Um, I can remember in the 90s, man, this dude used to be like uh, a headliner, just almost about just like every every um, match, every mm-hmm. um, pay-per-view match. Um, I could just remember um, back in the day getting, remember the Scrambler box? Like, mm-hmm. I ain't want to pay for pay-per-view. Pops <laughs> ain't want to pay. So you Word. get that black box, <laughs> <laughs> flip the switch, and uh, watch every single pay-per-view event, man. of course. Um, of course this dude i mean he was everything from the wcw heavyweight champion mm-hmm. um four-time wcw world tag team champion mm-hmm. uh one-time wcw world television champion um and then and, and then i think it, it was crazy how they came up with that uh with that uh the world television champion I was, it's like it's, it's like a uh I want to say it's kind of like a, it's like on the lower tier as far as like the championship right. belts, mm-hmm. um, but the fact that he was able to pretty much win every single belt that was yeah. in WCW, man, yeah, that yeah. that was amazing, man. Yeah,
1: he definitely did it, and shout out to him, man, because he didn't even get in wrestling. So he was like in his like late 30s, late mm-hmm. 30s and early 40s, which is weird, which is like rare. Most people get in, you know, when they're like 19, 18, 19 years old. So he got in, he got in officially late because he started when he started training when he was younger, then he stopped and then he got back in again, like I said. But he and he proved everybody wrong because everybody, you know, they was doubting him from the, from the first time he came in, they was doubting him, said, Oh, he's too old and this exactly. and that. And he proved everybody wrong, man. And he like legit worked his way. All the way to the top like legit outworked everybody all the way to the top man and he was he was dope man he, he had a lot of great great moments man he yeah
2: exactly. he, he definitely did his thing man that's what um sucks. and that's crazy born 1956 and mm-hmm. broke into wrestling in 1988 yeah. that's crazy
1: yeah yeah but that was 88 but he didn't but then like i said he broke in but he was he only lasted for like about i think a year or maybe if even he didn't come back around until like in the ninety mid nineties. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, he was doing his thing though, man. Oh yeah, yeah, man. That's what's up? Shout out to Page, man. My man, Damn DDP, jealous. and oh man, this guy you talk about a businessman, an entrepreneur, man. He started that DDP yoga. Oh yeah, shit. man. They doing this thing. I even I even went to um because I know he. He was on Shark Tank. I know he was on Shark Tank. Yeah. So yeah. So me and the wife started watching the Shark Tank like like last year. We started watching it from the beginning. And I was like, oh, I said, oh, DDP was on this shit. So I went to the episode to watch it. Yo, he, yo, he killed. I remember after he did Shark Tank. I think he was like, I don't think he even wanted to deal. I think I don't think he wanted to deal. I think he just wanted to go in there just to get his shit out there. I think that's mm-hmm. what he was saying. And he's showing sure up dead, man. And, and he's done so many great things, yo. He had he also has he also have helped a lot of people. A lot of wrestlers that was like Fulton that was like on drugs or alcohol. He helped he he like he pretty much saved their life. Like uh Jacob Snake Roberts, Scott yep. Hall. He like, he pretty much saved their damn life and shit, man. So
2: Yeah, because they were all like into um, you know what I'm saying, the drugs and you Everything. know all that stuff. Everything. And he like yeah. legit
1: you ever seen a documentary? Fucking Jake the Snake documentary.
2: Yep, sure did. Yeah, he
1: like legit saved yeah. that dude's. Like he was about to die. He was about to fucking mm-hmm. die, man. He moved him in the crib and yo. So. Shout out to DDP, man. Definitely a good one, yo.
2: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, DDP, um, like you said when you was talking about Scott Hall, mm-hmm. um, I was actually doing some research and we'll get into that at some point. But uh, with the research. I've saw with uh, uh, the move between WWF and WWF and WCW. Mm-hmm. Um, basically what happened was Diamond Dallas Page actually brokered the deal between Scott Hall and Kevin mm-hmm. Nash coming from WWF uh, to, to WCW. I was yeah. like, wow, yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. I didn't even know.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. Man. yeah, yeah doing his
2: thing. Exactly, so well, shout out to shout out the Diamond Dallas page, man! Nice one, nice one, yeah. All right, so now we're gonna get into my number eight. Um, let's see, how can I go ahead and say this? He was a former football player, um, that could be anybody, and yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs>
0: right, <laughs> they all former football players.
2: <laughs> so I'll tell you the name, uh. My man's name was William Scott Goldberg. So I'm talking about my man, Goldberg.
1: That's that's your number what? Your number eight? That's my number eight. That's my number eight also
2: with shit, man. Oh, (laughs) yo. That's what's up, man. You know what? I tell you what, since I was doing some talking, go ahead and get nah, into it. It's one. still it's
1: still your segment, man. It's still your part, man. All right,
2: all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, with Goldberg, man, this dude stepped on the scene, man, and he was killing it. Mm. I mean, they he started off with this perfect career. Um, no losses and his finishing move spear he'd -hmm. come and spear everybody um (laughs) yo and i mean the crowd would go wild wow yeah man um he was in wcw um wwe well wwf excuse me Mm um yo man he started um when he started in and he, and he was doing the exact same thing in both both federations man mm. um this dude that uh, was another phenom man i loved watching this dude wrestle man mm-hmm. um and it was like this is real athleticism you know mm. what i'm saying you you know how a lot of them you know they had to train they had to build their bodies yo mm-hmm. goldberg came already built you know from playing <laughs> professional football Word. man yo this dude was amazing
1: Definitely was man. Goldberg was like I I watched him from the fucking beginning. I was watching his Nitro and his first match. I, mm-hmm. I didn't think nothing of him. Actually, when, when he first debuted, he came out. He had no music or nothing. So I thought he you know he was like oh okay whatever. He like, he's, he's like a Jabba. He's gonna lose and shit. And then he won. He was oh yeah. Like, oh shit. I think he beat he beat um Hugh Morris. He beat Hugh Morris. I was like oh okay. Oh shit. That guy won. And then um. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just kept every week he would come out he wouldn't say a word he would just come out winning like one or two minutes bow one like spare jackhammer done one two minutes was like oh shit and then after a while and then I remember they would have Mean Gene would come to the come to the ramp try to interview him and he would just stop and he pushed the microphone away and just walked to the back. So it was like, like, who the fuck is this guy? Yo, because we haven't right? seen him before. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Yo, like, and then they they put the rocket to his back, man. So, like I said, go he definitely killed. Like you said, man, he was he was killing it with the streak, you know what I'm saying? He um he be raving for the um US title kind of early yep. on in the streak and shit, and then I remember like the buildup after he beat Raven and then they started targeting um started talking to Hogan man he started talking to Hogan yes. for the world title <laughs> and that 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 was one of the that was like one of the biggest matches in like Nitro history like where he defeated Hogan in um, Georgia Dome for the, yep. uh, for the world title that shit was amazing like people was even like to this day people was like why didn't they just cause the paper, they had a pay per view the next week. Mm-hmm. pay the next week but they put it on fucking tv because you know they was in the, the Monday Night Wars the battle for the ratings oh yeah like, why don't you put this match on fucking pay-per-view have people pay 50 dollars to see it why would you have it for for free <laughs> like it don't really make too much sense and shit like that shit is weird as hell but um like you said he definitely did his thing though man he just he went on to have a great career man like even though like I said for the, that's why he was so low on my list because his his run in the 90s as far as the 90s go it was only like 97 through 99 right so those last three years of the 90s or whatever but, um, yeah he, he definitely did his thing though man definitely did oh his yeah thing, so. yeah it's a good pass for we, we both had that shit at number
2: eight uh, <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> that was that's pretty dope up, man
0: that's what's up man <laughs> all right all
2: right so now we're gonna get into my number seven my final number seven man um i'm gonna go ahead and say r.i.p to this guy man um this guy was born james brian hellwig and i'm talking about my man none other than the ultimate warrior um I was a huge fan of the ultimate where I loved his entrance. He would come in. He had so much energy. He'd run around the ring. Then he go (laughs) shake the ring. (laughs) 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 You know what I'm saying? He, um, this dude was a beast, man. Um, I hated this man, uh, you know, passed away, man. Um, and he was, if I'm not mistaken, he was inducted into the WWF hall of fame. Yeah. Um, and right when he was getting ready to be inducted, I believe he had his last appearance
1: on. Well, Raw. he well the Hall of Fame was on was on a Sunday, WrestleMania on that Sunday, and then he appeared on Raw the next day on a Monday, and then on the way yeah. back home on a Tuesday, then he then he passed away on his way back home on Tuesday and shit. So he we came yeah. out on Raw. I was watching that Raw, and I remember him coming out and. He looked. He looked kind of right. weird, man. He was like, he was real red when he was speaking. He, he was turning red. He was like mad, out of breath, and it was like, mm, like Goldberg, yeah. I mean, like Goldberg. I said, oh, I said, oh Warrior look kind of oh, okay. I didn't really think nothing of it and shit. I just remembered how he looked. So actually, when he died the next day, I was obviously was shocked, but I was like, I wasn't like, what the fuck? I was just like, damn, like he he looked. He looked kind of bad on Monday. Yeah, yeah, he looked bad on Monday, man. But and yeah, his whole past was just like mad depressing because the Hall of Fame, he had his daughters out there with him and his wife. And and that shit was terrible. It was like, oh, God damn it, yo. Like, why?
2: (laughs) (laughs) That one, that was one of those ones that hurt, especially just watching them speak, man. It was like, whoa. But Warrior was definitely mm-hmm. one of my favorites, from, from especially from
1: like said, like, um, yeah, because he won the ic title in, and yeah, he won the ic title in 89, mm-hmm. 80, 88, 89, and then he won the world title in 90 WrestleMania 6 and shit, right, yep, so yeah, 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 so he had a he had a hell of a run, man. He had a hell of a run, oh, a yeah. Macho Man had a fucking amazing match at WrestleMania 7, and yeah, it was pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool, oh, yeah,
2: man. um, man, I tell you, man, this dude was like i said man this dude was was amazing i remember one of the matches that was just like one of those weird se- well a weird series of matches okay um, oh. And that's when he fought my man Papa Shango. Yeah, Papa man. Shango, <laughs> yo. <laughs> I remember, yo. He was like talking, and then all of a sudden, Ultimate yeah, Warrior was talking. That black yeah, shit, the black ooze coming out of his. Head. Man, like, you was a the- lot
1: younger now because I was. Wh- what was that? That was like nine. What, was, what year was that? That was like 92? ninety two. Ninety 93 Ninety two, ninety three. So yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah, you must have been. How were you about eight? uh 92 93 yeah maybe about what year he was born nine or some shit something like that nine or okay. okay okay i mean um 80 82 82 yeah yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that that yeah. shit was kind of freaking me out man i was I was like 11 <laughs> i'm like oh what the fuck yeah? what the hell
0: are you doing
2: <laughs> <all this shit?"> <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, my eyes was like, yo, what is what is this? You know, and voodoo stuff, man. hey voodoo, you know
1: yeah, I don't fucking the voodoo, man. Nah. I don't fucking the voodoo. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't take voodoo
2: lightly at all, man. <laughs> and yo, it was with the ultimate warrior, man. It was so much controversy as far as who the ultimate warrior was. Yeah, they that kept was saying, so stupid. It's so, yeah, it only one fucking person.
1: It was I hear people talking about that shit to this day. Like, come on, man. I mean, it was too listen to podcasts, they be saying that I'll be yelling at the they yelling at the phone like <laughs> 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 like Carrie <laughs> Eric was not the ultimate warriors Shut the fuck up, yo it was one guy. <laughs> one one guy, yo, <laughs> that was it.
2: Exactly.
1: Because <laughs> I follow him from um he was the dingo warrior and he used to be oh yeah 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 Yeah, i used to watch him back in 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 the in the 80s and shit when um we used to watch the espn the world-class wrestlers to come on espn so when he when he debuted i knew who he was and shit i was like oh shit it's a fucking dingo warrior man i I used to to draw him in my fucking book especially (laughs) with the makeup and shit so
2: yeah i was always a fan of his man that's what's up yeah this shit man so, yo, Ultimate Warrior, that's my number seven, man. Nice.
1: That's what's up. All right, my brother. Sound like a plan, man. I right, hop into my number 10, yo. My number 10, okay. man. This kid right here, this kid, he's uh, he's he, he was a kid, but he debuted. But he's a grown-ass man now, yo. He debuted in 1989 at the age of 14 years old. The age of 14 as a professional mm. wrestler, man. He come from a strong lineage of wrestling families in Mexico. My man, he was trained by his uncle. He is the one that he is he is as far as American wrestling goes, he's the innovator of the high flying style of wrestling, man. Mm-hmm. Talking about Rey Mysterio Jr., yes,
2: man. Yes.
1: That kid was amazing, man. Yes. I remember I think the first time I ever saw him wasn't um ECW actually. It's first time I ever seen him. And he um he debuted against um Psychosis um, ECW and they just fucking tore the roof off, man. Cause we just wasn't used to seeing that kind of wrestling on in America. We just wasn't used right. to it. I did used to watch the um like the um now I know it, it was triple A. I didn't know what it was, I just knew it was Spanish wrestling. I did I, I watched it because I watched every wrestling I could get my hands <laughs> on, <laughs> but now I know it's triple A. But it was different though. It wasn't it was nobody like Rey Mysterio on there, nobody like him, man. I mean. Oh, yeah. He was like a he was like a live action like superhero. You see him flying all over the ring, the fucking Uranatas mm-hmm. and the, everything, the flips, the 450 splashes and everything, man. But he had an amazing career. Like I said he was doping. um ECW. Um he had a lot of great matches with um to Guerrero and then they um moved on to WCW. And yep. to me, that's where he really I mean, WCW is like his major part of his career is WCW. Period. You know what I'm saying? He feuded he and psychosis uh, and um hoover too came over with him as well. He feuded with mm-hmm. them, he had great matches with fucking D Malenko, uh-huh. Eddie Guerrero, oh my god, Chris Jericho, like amazing matches, man. Um, yo, he won his first, he won the cruiserweight title after one month, yo. One month in the WWE, <laughs> Gave him the damn title, man. <laughs> But um, oh we had a great matchup with the Ultimo Dragon I don't know if you remember fucking um Ultimo yes. Dragon man yes oh, man and then they even like like Eric Bischoff where they was on some bullshit man because you know Remember server had the mask on and that's a tradition in Mexico you don't take your fucking mask off and I think the story goes yep. Eric Bischoff was like I don't know he was said something about how why you why you covering your face up like he's like a, he's like you like a handsome guy why you covering his face and he fucking made him take his mask off man they had like a um, hair versus um hair versus head versus title match. Oh yeah. Um, his team lost. It was a like him and Conan against um Nash um Hall and Nash. And then they lost like I remember watching that shit it was like what the fuck yo like cuz even then like we know that's a you don't take the fucking mass off exactly. Yo. Like, I don't know how that really turned out I mean it to me it cuz he was he he was a good-looking guy and shit. Was a good-looking right. guy. And he had a another strong run with with the mass off but he was still kind of going against his tradition of his family and his heritage and everything. Uh So it was kind of like, yeah, you know, but he had to listen to his boss. That was the
2: fucking, that's what the boss wanted and shit, man. So, but, um, yeah. Um, it's unfortunate, (laughs) uh, what took place as far as now Uh with him, uh, I (laughs) believe, (laughs) Yo, and then he got a son involved, and then it was yeah. a whole uh, yeah, what was that? Match, that man. eye gouge match, yeah, the eye, eye, the uh, eye match yeah, that sure. was yeah. crazy, man. That was yeah. just wow, man, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. and you know what's crazy? Do you know you mentioned the match, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Hall and Ash, right? Do you know what started that? What's that? Which one? when the outsiders was terrorizing oh, uh in, w- the, in the backstage shit. In, yeah with nwo <laughs> <laughs> yo it was crazy he picked my man up <laughs> and he threw him head first <laughs> into the trailer, yeah, <laughs> trailer
1: <laughs> like a, like a lawn d'art,
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like yo wait a minute like how hey. that <laughs> and he you know the, the script of the story was he broke his neck but right right uh I mean I, did it happen in real life? Because <laughs> that- <laughs> he, he threw
1: him mad hard again. Yo, you know the other part of that story? You know, somebody called the police and shit.
2: Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, <laughs> like, somebody the called, real police. For real,
1: they called the police. <laughs> somebody was watching on TV <laughs> and
2: called the police and shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they said that somebody got assaulted in the, in the parking lot of fucking Disney.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> People crazy, man. People That's crazy. too crazy,
1: man. Like I said, but this dude, like I said, his career was amazing, man. He's, he's, he's still doing his thing. He's still doing oh, his yeah. thing. You know, it's a little funky. The storyline's a little funky, but... He's kind of winding his career down, you know. Oh, so yeah. I think he the main reason he even went back to WWE is because he wanted to get his son in. He wanted to get his son yeah. in there and shit. So I mean, shout out to him for that because he could have oh, yeah. he could have went to A.W. He could have went to Japan. He could have went. He could have went back to Mexico. He could have did whatever, and still had and been prominent. Had a prominent mm-hmm. role wherever he went. But he you know he went decided to go back there. He knew what it was. All the people that go right there, they know what it, they know. What's going to happen. It was going to be the silly bullshit. Oh, you know, yeah. No control over your character. And, you know, but he did that for his son to get his son in the door. So that's what's up. Can't, can't knock him for that shit, though, man.
2: Not at all. Yeah, man. But that's, that's a up. good pick,
1: man. Yeah, man. Rey Mysterio, man. See, my whole, like, part of my list, man, is these, is these innovators and shit, man. These people that, that came into the game and they were just innovators. Like, my number nine is another innovator. He's an innovator uh-huh. of... He is because right now we watching it, people like doing because even like recently you had like John Moxley and them, they doing like these hardcore matches and shit. And Kenny Omega, they doing these lights out matches and all that. Mm -hmm. This dude was one of the innovators, one of the innovators of the hardcore match, man. I remember first seeing this dude back in the early, early 90s, yo. This dude was fucking he I saw him, he had mad scars all over his body, all over his everything. I was like, who the fuck is this wild ass looking dude, yo? Yo, I'm talking about Sabu. Wow.
2: Sabu, man. <laughs> wow. I would have
0: never thought, man.
2: <laughs> Sabu
1: had an amazing fucking run in the 90s. Like Sabu was one of the original hardcore wrestlers, you know what I'm saying, of the 90s and shit, man. Right. So um yeah, this dude he went to, um he got his he, he got one of his major first breaks in um, Japan in um FMW. In 1991. Okay. That's when he started getting all those scars, all the yeah. scars all over his body. Yo, this dude was in over two dozen no rope barbed wire matches, yo. Over wow. two dozen. No <laughs> Out of control, man. But when I really first started seeing him, was it um, ECW? ECW is when okay. I really first started seeing him, man. And he just came in right off the gate. Right off the gate, he defeated um, Shane Douglas for the world title in 93. Um, Right okay. off the gate, man. He came in. He did his fucking thing, man. But he had an amazing run in ECW. He took on, like, Terry Fung. Like I say, he took on oh, Shane yeah. Douglas. Him and Taz, man. Oh, yo, one of his most crazy moments was they, um, they, brought um, Chris Benoit broke his neck and shit. <laughs> he broke his neck because he was, he had him some kind of movie. he tried to give him, like, a, a um, a fucking, um, a backdrop. And he threw yeah. Abu in the air. He went straight down on his fucking head, yo. Uh, uh, straight down on his head, broke his neck. And this motherfucker still wrestled, yo. He wrestled, like, the next week. I don't think he ever wow. took time off. Like, he ever took time off, yo. He's out
2: of yo, I don't know how you could put your body through that, man. That's, yo. that's crazy.
1: Did you get about the time when he fucking cut his, um, he had a big-ass cut. He had a big-ass cut on his, um, on his arm, like a big slice on his arm. Yo, this dude went to the back. They got fucking crazy glue Any crazy glue the fucking shit, <laughs> to the shit. yo his it's crazy like i said this dude is wild man he was wild he was like like i said as far as ecw go cuz ecw was a really like a really big alternative like company in like in, like the mid 90s or whatever and and this dude he came through man right. he was like he was one of the leaders he was definitely one of the leaders of that shit man but um yo, Paul Lee, <laughs> Paul Heyman, he fired him. Oh yeah. Um he fucking fired him like like live on the show. He fired him for real, like publicly on the show. Cause Sabu had um no show. He no show in the vent. He fired him publicly <laughs> on the fucking show. Yeah. What? <laughs> and that was real. <laughs> that was real. He fired him on the show. He fired him like real. cursed him out, everything fired him on the show, man. So wow. he fucking went away for a couple of years and then he actually came back and like a he had a big few with um big few with Taz when he came back and shit now man. But like I said, the dude was just very, very innovative man. He had to come with the chairs and shit. He do the the triple the triple jump on the chairs, put the chair down, jump to the chair, jump to the rope, do a backflip man. He was just there's so much <laughs> of those shit man. So much and him and then he started teaming with Rob Van Dam like later on in the, um in the 90s and they actually have my favorite match ever is a, is one of their tag team matches and shit. It was, it was on the ECW pay-per-view, um, Heat Wave 98. One of my my favorite, my favorite match ever, ever, ever. They took on two Japanese wrestlers and shit, man. I love it. So yeah, it's Tabu definitely holds a special place, you know what I'm saying, to my heart, especially being from ECW. Cause ECW was just like like amazing to watch, man. I was such a kid seeing that shit, man. Man, oh man, yo. Oh, know. so, yeah, man. That's my. That's my number. What's that, my number nine? Nine. That was another good number nine, man. Yeah, that was my really good. Nine, man. All right, my so my number eight. Um, you already had it. My number eight was Goldberg. Yeah, like you had. That's what's up. All right, my number. My number seven, man. My last one for this round. Yo, this dude, man. This dude came through, man. This dude always represented, man. He he just retired. Uh, maybe about five, six years ago. He just retired. Maybe even more recent, but he just retired recently. And he's doing his thing right now. He's doing his thing. He fucking he opened up his own his own company and he's a representative, man. You know what I'm saying? Us being being young African American men, we have we seeing positive role models on TV, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's always a good thing. This dude always carried himself with nothing but fucking class. He came in with his brother as a tag team known as the Harlem Heat.
0: They came in together.
1: <laughs> they came in together. But my man, he went solo. He just took off, man. I'm talking about Booker T, yo. And you know what? I'm gonna let you rock with that You're one. You're gonna let me rock Because that's okay. on my list. No
2: doubt. Yes. Man.
1: Yo, shout out to Booker T. Like I said, he debuted with his brother Stevie Ray in um 1993. They came through in um WCW. Um man, they was just, they were most, they were more, one of the most amazing tag teams ever, 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 ever. They won the title 10 times, yo. 10 times. They won the um, WCW tag team titles and shit, man. So they was they was definitely killing it. And like I said, Booker T was always he was he was another innovative person. He was a big dude, mm-hmm. but he could like the flip off the top rope, the flip with the leg drop. And of course, you know, as it later on, he started getting a little cartoons with the Spinner Rooney and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, <laughs> but he would do it like in the ninety in the nineties. He would do it. It was just part of the match. It wasn't like a whole special. Oh, look at me! It was like. Part of
2: the match, he do the spin a Rooney, didn't he get up and do a kick and shit? Yeah, part of the match and shit, man. Like wow. when he when he got uh, for friends like when he got knocked down, right? He was, you know, when they get that that momentum, all mm-hmm. of a sudden he does that spin Rooney, right. yeah, <laughs> get up and kick him, man.
1: <laughs> but uh, he ended up splitting, you up splitting with his brother, you know and I'm saying he went solo, but then he ended up winning the TV title from Disco Inferno. But um, mm-hmm. I most remember him from his series of matches. He had a best of seven series with um Chris Benoit. That's his episode yep. with Chris Benoit, man. Yeah, yeah, that shit was amazing. Like that was dope. Like, cause it's it's something to watch every week. Cause we knew they was having this whole, you know, they was having a whole series every week. Every right. week it was the new the new match, Benoit versus Booker T, and then they I I, I can't remember who won at the end. I think I know they definitely went to was it the seventh and final match. Booker T might have won. Booker T might have won.
2: I think Booker T might have won, too.
1: Booker T might have won, yeah, yeah. But that was dope because they actually put both of them on the map because Benoit was good. Everybody knew Benoit was good, but he didn't really have much going on as far as storyline-wise or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the Booker T thing just put him to the top, man. But like I said, I had, I had to pick this dude, man, because he was great, even though he went on in the in the 2000s to actually win the world title and stuff like that. But his run in the 90s, just being
2: part of the tag team alone, like oh, yeah. his brother, like – represented man. So you can gotta get into Booker T, man. Definitely, man. With history, man. Booker T man. Um and I guess I'll go ahead and say Booker T, I have him as number five on my list. You know what I'm saying? Um so man, with, with Booker T, man, this dude, like I see, like you were saying, man, he's he was a, another, he was definitely an innovator, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Booker T really didn't get the recognition that he really deserved. Mm. Um, you know, of course, and not until later on when you know he he won the you know the championship, but right. still you know he should have been recognized long long time ago man 100%. early in the 90s man 100%. um people don't realize but harlem he just is. first of all us seeing such a dominant tag team yes um that looks just like us exactly. <laughs> you know what i'm saying and dominating and then you know, not apologizing, or mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying shucking and jiving. Mm. I, was to, <laughs> I was about to say shucking and jiving. I was about to say that shit. Yeah. <laughs> no
1: shucking and jiving, yo. <laughs> yo, even though it was a little shaky in, in, in the beginning and shit, though, man. <laughs> oh my god, it's a mad pause. <laughs> it's a little, it was a little yeah. shaky. a little shaky in the beginning when they, when they first um when they first came in. They very first came in, they were, yeah. um, this guy, uh, Colonel Rob Parker was the manager and he had, um, he had chains around their neck and like walk up to the ring with chains around their neck.
2: Uh. Oh yeah, now I remember. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, um, it's it a little yeah. shaky.
1: But that that was in the very beginning. That was exactly.
2: Very beginning. Yeah, yeah. Then after, and that, you gotta, you gotta together. I mean, you know, where people early on in their you know, careers, right. you know, it, it, you know,
1: it's like, it like a little funky, man. When you got this like, like, southern white dude carrying two black guys with their chains around their neck walking to the like, ring, uh,
2: <laughs> but and that's crazy. We really didn't even know anything about that, like you know, back then. You know what I'm saying? Um. But yeah, man, uh, Booker T, Booker T definitely, um, Definitely a phenom, man. Definitely, like I said, one of the greatest that should have been recognized Mm -hmm. a long time ago. Definitely. Definitely.
1: But he he definitely got his due later on. Like you said, definitely got his due. Like the 2000s was like definitely about him and shit. Mm -hmm. But shout out to him. I mean, this this is the way wrestling goes. There's a lot of politics, especially when it comes to racial. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of politics, man. They try to pretend like it's not there, but it's it's definitely there. Oh, it's It's definitely there. It's definitely there. It's definitely there, man. But it's what it is, yo.
2: Shout out to mm-hmm. Vince
1: McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nine shout out to Vince. And shit, bro. Hey, yeah, nine shout. <laughs> no doubt. All right, yeah. so that was my number, my
2: number seven, man. book tea, That's number brother. seven.
0: All right.
2: All right. So we're gonna get into my number six. Number six. Number six. Okay. So my number six. Um, this is another person that should have gotten his due because this person was technically the first black the mm. first african american championship nice nice wrestler <laughs> um and i'm talking about man none other than born ronald simmons no in the doubt. ring you know him as ron simmons and switched over to the leader of the Nation of Domination, Veruca Asad. <laughs> no doubt. Good yeah, pick, man. man. Good pick. <laughs> yeah, I'm man. Saying. This dude, man. Um, You know, another football player started mm-hmm. out playing football, Um, transferred. He, as a matter of fact, he played a defensive tackle at Florida mm-hmm. State. Yep. Um, Then he played uh, the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Um, Yo, was he running up for the Heisman, I think? It
1: might be yeah. running up for the Heisman and shit. Yep. Yep. He That's was how, running that, up for the Heisman. That shows how dope he was, man. he run up for yeah, the exactly. fucking Heisman trophy, man. <laughs> shit. And, and of course, he's like a grown-ass man. You see him in the college club. He's like, a oh, he look older than me now, you know, when he was in college for and real? shit. <laughs> 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 he look old as hell, you know. How'd this
0: in
2: college, yo? What the that hell? right? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This dude, man, like I said, he transferred on over to wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was the one time WCW World Heavyweight Champion. No doubt. Um, the first African American to win that title. Yeah. Um, and they well, te- have technically.
1: He's the second technically and shit. But that's the way they ch- Y'all gonna give a shout out real quick. Shout out to Bro- Bobo Brazil. Actually, yeah. yeah, Bobo Brazil was actually the first Black world champion back in the I think it was sixty. I can't remember when it was. Like back in the either late sixties or early seventies. But they try to um. They've always they never acknowledged acknowledged his title reign for whatever fucking reason. But yeah, Bobo Brazil won so yeah but it's all good like R- ron simmons is like the f- yeah yeah he's he's second yeah. but it's still dope though it's still
2: dope it shit right Yeah. But. <laughs> um this is another dude that came in um murdering cats man in the ring man um and of course you look at his size man he was just a, another like i said oh. a phenom Lines. i i um I remember back in the day, um, he ended up fighting, um, let's see, how many people he fought? Cactus Jack, Mm -hmm. uh, Big Van Vader, Mm -hmm. um, Jake the Snake Roberts. (laughs) Uh, I mean, yo, this. He
1: beat Vader for the title, which I I still remember that. I said vividly in my head when he won the title. I remember watching it when he won the fucking title. And then everybody rushed the ring and shit. Everybody rushed the ring. I think the fans jumped in the fucking ring and shit. I think yeah, the they titles. did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And besides all the other wrestlers coming from the back, yeah, everybody was like super elated and shit, man.
2: Oh yeah, man. Yo, you um, know,
1: you, you know the irony. The, the irony of that was. I'm almost positive Bill Watts was running. Was running this shit back then. This guy Bill Watts is a known fucking racist. He's a racist. He was yeah. a known part of the Ku Klux Klan. Yep. Right. He was a known member of the Quest Clan, but he had the first black booker, which was the big cat Ernie Ladd. That was the first black booker. Like, he hired him. Junkyard Dog was his number one wrestler. And then he made Ron Simmons the first black champion. This guy was mad fucking racist. Like, I don't...
2: Money. Money. Money, Right. Right. <laughs>
1: he, he, ain't let, he ain't let that money get in the way his fucking his, his hood and shit. Yeah, he took the hood off. Yo, it was like All right, we, gonna make, we gonna make money with these negroes. <laughs> this is crazy as hell, man. I don't know, man.
2: <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so yo, man, shout out to this dude, man. As my number, my number six pick, man, Ron. Simmons nice 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 yo my number six pick you actually just said
1: his fucking name yo you just said his name a second ago in your Uh little rundown of I don't know (laughs) if you got this guy or not you might have you you probably got this guy man I don't uh you don't got him my number six this dude man I remember watching this dude from the fucking beginning again watching from the beginning dude was like crazy as hell like who's this crazy ass fucking guy man i just he was just different he was his body was different he had a whole bunch he didn't have a whole bunch of muscles he didn't he didn't look good he wasn't handsome he was just like a rugged ass dude man but he came in right off the gate mad charisma his teeth were fucking missing, yo. He was... Yeah. A- <laughs> yo, I gotta be talking about the one and only Mick Foley, man. Yes. A.K.A. Cactus Jack. A.K.A. Mankind, mankind. yo. <laughs>
0: man, oh, man.
1: <laughs> yo, this is my fucking dude, yo. From the beginning, this is my dude, man. Like... He was holding it down in the early 90s, man. Cause WCW was a little was a little weird. It was a little wonky early on in the early mm-hmm. 90s, man. But he was holding it down. Him and Vader and the Stain. A couple other people were holding it down and shit, though. But he was dope, man. Like I said, another innovator. He was another innovator, just like that hardcore style. He coming mm-hmm. with the elbow. This dude just do this fucking, he would lay the person on the ground outside and he would run off of the fucking apron and do the fucking elbow. <laughs> <laughs> onto the concrete floor. That's why he can't, that's why his hips is all fucked up and shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this shit is crazy, man. Yo, I think one of the craziest moments for him is when he lost his ear. You know, when he when he oh, yeah him and him and Vader, they was in Germany and shit. And I think he Vader, they had him like tied up his head tied up in the ropes. Mm-hmm. And then something happened where they the, the rope came untangled, and his ear was all fucked up. And then Vader, I was reading it earlier, because I didn't know really what happened. Vader, like, pulled his fucking ear off, yo. Vader pulled his, he pulled his ear off. Like I guess it must have been loose or hanging as he pulled his fucking ear. It should have still gone. His ear is still missing. I don't even ever got that shit
0: fixed. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: got it fixed, man. Yo, but this guy was amazing, man. He had a, such a great career. He went from like so WCW, then he moved on to ECW. We had another mm-hmm. great run in ECW. Man, he teamed with uh, Mikey Whipwreck, and he switched this now. He knew ECW was all about the violence and all of that shit. So he switched it up at ECW, where now he's anti-violence. And now right. he's like, yeah, he was like, oh man, this dude knew how to get in people's head, man. He's anti-violence and he's no, we're not gonna do things like that. And <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> but then, like, in all honesty, his main, his biggest break is when he moved on to WWE, WWF. That's um, yep. mankind. Mankind, man, that was it. That was it. That made his whole career. From that point on, like he killed it. He killed it as fucking mankind, man. And him and Taker used to go at it all the time. All with the time. He was, you know what they did with him though, which is small, which they don't I oh, they don't really do it too much. He beat the Undertaker mad times in the beginning. And that gave him credibility right, right off the book, right off, right out the gate. They gave him credibility. And then so, so fans, like people like me, like I knew who he was, but people that didn't know, like the casual fans that watch it, mm-hmm. they, oh, shit, he beat Undertaker. I think he might've beat him like two or three pay-per-views in a row, which was like unheard of. Undertaker never lost. And then he actually beat him and shit. So that was cool, man. But obviously the main thing was when he would take it through him off the top of the hell in a cell. Oh uh, yeah. Every single time. <laughs> that shit was fucking crazy, man. But I don't know, man. It's like, because now wrestlers nowadays, a lot of this, um, you know, we always hear, because we're older now, so we can look back at our younger people and like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that shit. So, uh, a lot of the older wrestlers, they try to get on the younger kids when they do like these big stunts and shit like that. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the way Mick Foley got over, period. By almost fucking dying. That made right. people like take notice of him. And then it's, I guarantee he wouldn't change a thing. He wouldn't change the one thing, but... I mean that shit was scary. The sec, especially the second one, where he chokeslam through the top of the the top of the cell and he landed yep. into the ring. He could have landed that on was his crazy. fucking. He could land on his head, yo. Was that the one where it was a whole? That yes, was, well, he, yeah. well he made the fucking hole. He made the hole. Yeah, shit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and according to them, they that wasn't supposed to happen. He wasn't supposed to go through the fucking top. He wasn't supposed to go through that shit. Yo, <laughs> right. if this dude would have landed, he could have he went straight down his head, he would have been out of there. He would have been completely fucking out of there, yo.
2: We would have had another
1: incident like you that. Know? Another and, death. But for him, like that was probably, and then he landed on his shit, his tooth came out, his tooth came through his nose. And uh-huh. he um and then he had a concussion. I think I don't know if he had a he he had a he, had a, he had, a, had a had a concussion, and this dude came back out later in the night. He came back out later in the fucking night to interfere in the main event and shit. Man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> People was like, What the fuck is this? That is dude even alive, yo.
2: <laughs> he put his body through so much trauma. Man,
1: man oh man but he had to though he fucking yep.
2: had to that's the only way he
1: can get over and shit man and man then he had that documentary with um seeing his, his for his kids and shit his kids seeing them getting fucking beat down by the rock with the chair and all that oh my god yeah, yeah. that shit was crazy man that shit was crazy man but yeah, that's my guy, though, man. Mick Foley, man. He's he's still Too doing his thing man. to this day. He's still doing his thing to this day, man. He's still out there. He's doing like well, obviously, before all of this pandemic shit happened, but he was still doing like one man shows and different oh, things yeah. like that, man. Yeah, yeah, Still get his name out there.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah man. yeah, that's that's that a really pick, good pick, man. man. Yeah, man. Mick Foley, baby. No doubt. Um, so we already talked about my number five, which okay. was Booker T. Okay, got it. Got um it. So, I guess I'll get into my number four. Um,
1: you want to go ahead? Well, you might have my number five, man. You had you got to have my number five and shit, man. Um, I mean, you got my number five.
2: Yeah, go with your number five. I'm
1: going my number five, man. This dude, um, started out in in a, a tag team, started on the tag team, and he, um, He just went on, man. This dude went on to have one of the most phenomenal careers ever, 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 ever in wrestling and shit, man. They they started out in the AWA and then they finally moved on to the um, WWF. um, Probably like 1988, they moved on. And and then um, he ended up going solo. and going solo in like 92. And one of the most infamous moments ever was turning on his fucking partner and shit, man. (laughs) He threw him through the window, man. But yo, gotta go with Shawn Michaels, man. Actually, no. You don't got Sean Michaels on the No.
0: Ah, okay. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right, man. Yo. The <laughs> heartbreak <here>,
1: <laughs> Yo, baby. Like I said, like Shawn Michaels, man. Once he, like I said, the Rockers were pretty dope. Rockers were a pretty good tag team and shit, mm-hmm. but... Once he went solo, man, it was a, it was a wrap. The minute the minute he went solo, he changed his whole style up, changed his whole style up. He came out with, um, Sensational Sherry. Now yep. he's like the, the ladies man type shit, man. <laughs> yo, it was no turning back. It was no turning back for this dude, man. He just went on a hell of a run, like a hell of yes. a run, yo, where he was like the top guy. He was the top guy. Cause this is around the time when WWF is going through this whole steroid trial and everything. So uh-huh. they actually were looking for the smaller guys. Smaller guys to come through, man. Him along with um another person in particular, like they shine. Like they definitely shine, man. He he got down with um my man Diesel and shit, had Diesel as his bodyguard, yo, yep. and then had another whole separate run as as, as I was showing in Diesel. And um, yeah, yeah, he was dope, man. Like I said, the dude was dope. And then, of course, of course, they started the one of the most legendary groups ever in the history of wrestling, man. Talk about him. Triple H, China, Rickwood, yes. DX, man, d generation X, X. You talking, about, <laughs> you talking about some fucking innovative shit, man? DX was like that shit. Now I was in, I was in fucking high school. I was in high school, man. Like that was, you know what it was. Every day oh, yeah. was sucking. Yeah, suck exactly. <laughs> I got
0: two words for you. <laughs>
1: Yo, man. But he was cool, man. Like I said, the only reason he wasn't really even higher on my list, because he is one of the greatest of all times, because he mm-hmm. um, he went away. He went away. He hurt his back. I can't remember if it was 97 or 98. Um, Probably 97. I think it was 97 and shit. Yeah. He hurt his back in um, Royal Rumble. Not doing a Royal Rumble pay-per-view in a casket match. He hurt his back. And he was pretty much done from that point on. He was done Mm -hmm. and shit from that point on. He ended up, you know, passing the title, on the Stone Cold at that WrestleMania. So he was gone. He was pretty much gone until, I think, like 2004, I think. 2004, he didn't come back until... But just that run, just that run from like ninety to fucking ninety seven man was amazing That's run, a man he was crazy run, man, oh man, he did his thing i c champion, he was a grand slam uh-huh. champion i c champion the world champion multiple times, the tag team champions multiple times like he just he just killed it, man, he just killed it, so yeah, shout out to that dude man fucking absolutely man
2: heartbreak kid with that sweet chin music <laughs> <That> sweet chin <laughs> music. <girl. laughs> um so i guess i'll get into my number four now with this number four i kind of cheated because it's a tie Mm. it's a tie um these dudes were equal to me okay Um, so and we actually talked about them several times all right Uh, these two people man i'm talking about my man Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, okay, known okay. as the Outsiders, <laughs> known as NWO, who broke <laughs> off to form NWO Wolfpack. <laughs>
0: no doubt, that's that's cool. That's what's up.
2: <laughs> um, so for those who don't know, he just mentioned my man Diesel, who mm-hmm. was Kevin Nash. Word. um, yo, these two dudes, man, when they first started out. So basically, they started out in WWE. Um or WWF. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott Hall was Razor Ramon. Chico. Kevin <laughs> Razor
1: Ramon Chico.
2: <laughs> um, and then you had Kevin Nash who was Diesel, right? Mm-hmm. So the crazy situation was, and I was like, I went back and I watched this on um, the documentary NWO, right? Okay. So what? Was originally uh, Kevin Scott Hall um, basically asked Vince McMahon, "Hey, can I go ahead and you know get a little bit better? Can I shine a little bit so that way I can get a little bit, you know, get a little bit more?" you also, you know, kind of want to raise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vince McMahon shut that down. Shut All right, down. bet. <laughs> so he went and uh, you know he was talking to Diamond Dallas Page, who was you know real cool with him, um, which was my number nine. So you know, Diamond Dallas Page was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Let me talk over here to Eric Bischoff at WCW. Let me see what we can work out. Went to talk to Eric Bischoff, got him through, got a deal, and was like, hey, um, I got a deal, right? Mm. Told that to Vince McMahon. So, you know, now, Scott Hall, which, I mean, Kevin Nash, which is his homie too, he was like, yo, well, let me holler at Diamond Dallas Page. He holler Diamond Dallas Page. He was like, all right, um, Can get him a deal brokered him a deal he went over to uh vince mcmahon vince mcmahon said nah because he was like yo can you match it you know what i'm saying can you match this deal because i'm trying to you know get better he's like nah so Mm. (laughs) he was like all right bet so they go over to wcw when they go over to wcw they had this uh they basically were trying to play it as if they were still wrestling mm-hmm. with WWE or WWF. And then they ended up turning around and Vince McMahon was like pissed at that. So tried to sue them. So they ended up having to change everything up. Right. Mm-hmm. So then when they changed it up, um, WWF Vince McMahon decided, okay, you know what? We're going to play this out. We're going to have these fake, Scott Hall and Kessel, fake Razor Ramon and Diesel come out and they kept saying, oh yeah, they're going to come back, they're going to come back but then uh, Eric Bischoff was like, nah, you know what I'm going to offer them even more money so they offered them more money, they ended up staying at WCW and to form, they came through form to me you talked about Degeneration X, right? Mm-hmm. To me, I think they formed the NWO, which is one of the most phenomenal groups 100%. and takeovers in both WWE and WCW, man. No doubt. Um, that's why I got these dudes equal, man, because they were the ones that single-handedly formed this. Um, mm-hmm. along with adding Hulk Hogan. And you know, for people who do follow wrestling, they know, you know, how. So many stories within NWO they broke up mm-hmm. and then they formed two different ones NWO Black and White, NWO Wolfpack, Wolfpack. which is the black
0: doom, and
2: red. Yo, and I mean, yo, these two dudes, I think their wrestling careers were phenomenal because, like mm. I said, they started out in WWF. Um mm-hmm. They weren't as big, but I even, I like Razor Ramon back then. Oh, I was yeah, a fan yeah. of Razor he's, Ramon. Oh, he's amazing. He's amazing. Oh, yeah.
1: I, like, I like both of them. Yeah, I like Diesel, too. I like Diesel. Myself. Oh, yeah. Diesel was cool. Oh, yeah. Diesel
2: was cool. So, man, um, that's why I got these dudes equal, man, at number four, man, because I'm they, they basically brought in another, a change, um in WCW and
1: WWF mm-hmm. fan. yeah you know, now you want to know a funny story this is ironic as shit now these dudes my first ever wrestling show I ever went to you know what I'm saying I, I said our uncle Sam you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Sam he was like, "Yo, you He was like, "Oh, you want to go to wrestling at the garden?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah." I was like, "Cool." I, of course. But you know I love wrestling. <laughs> I right? never I never even realized somebody could I didn't know you could even go. I don't know. i never even thought about it. And shit going. So, we went to the wrestling show and then um and now this is 90. This is 96. It's 96. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just now getting on the the internet is just now popping. I didn't have a computer right. in the house, but I would go to the library. And um, that's all we did. At the library was look up wrestling news, at wrestling news in the library and shit. So look at wrestling news. I so remember saw, that. <laughs> so we saw that Kevin Nash and Scott Hall were leaving. Razor and Diesel were leaving. It was like, oh shit, they leaving. They leaving WWF. Okay. So I'm thinking I'm part of some exclusive club and shit that I just I know I know the secrets and shit. That I know they're leaving. <laughs> so we go to the Madison Square Garden. We go to the show, and then um, Razor is in an earlier match. He loses. He loses, and then as he's walking out. The crowd is like, nah, 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 hey, goodbye. So I'm like, oh shit, everybody fucking knows, yo. It's like, wow. So then he's going, he goes to the back. The main event is Kevin Nash or Diesel versus, was it Shawn Michaels? Diesel versus Shawn Michaels. I think it was Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels wins. He beats him. And then all of a sudden, here comes fucking Scott Hall back down to the ring. Here come Triple H down to the ring. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And that was the fucking infamous curtain call that everybody talking about. Wow, you was there at the curtain call. I was there at the curtain call. The very first show I ever went to, yo, was the fucking curtain call, yo. Wow. Every time that clip come on, I'm like, yo, I was there, yo. Like, what the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) Which one of the most infamous moments? And but we, but the crowd knew. That's the thing about it. Like, everybody knew they were leaving. Everybody, there wasn't like no big secret. Like the whole crowd was fucking chanting that shit, and then we all gave a standing ovation when Triple H came out. They went to the corner, he gave a standing ovation, and then that was it. That was it. Wow. You know? Yeah, that shit was cool. But yeah, that, that was a dope pick though, man. Because they were they were good, man. They were like I said, I, I liked them when they was in when they was raising Diesel. But oh, yeah. They definitely changed the game. They definitely changed the game when they came in as the outsiders and shit. They, Changed it, man. They, they they it was realistic, okay. it was dope, man. Yeah, we got a lot of WCW about, about about to go down and shit, man. A lot of WCW talk right now, man. <laughs> Fucking way more than I thought it was gonna be. And shit, yeah,
2: man. <laughs> I see
0: that
1: because I'm about to get into my number four. My number four, <laughs> he's known okay. as my number four is known as the franchise, the franchise of WCW, man. This guy okay. had a, amazing career man he won his very first title very first world title in 1990 he defeated rick flair for his very first world title man and it's from that point on like this dude was a made man i'm talking about the one and only sting man
2: sting. yes man nice sting.
1: nice sting had an amazing career man amazing career especially the 90s man like him he Single, not not single handedly, but he was the main guy in WCW from 1990 to like 94, 94, 95 until Hogan came. It was all about Sting. Sting was the man. He battled, like I said, he battled Cactus Jack. Yes. He battled Rick Rude. He battled yes. Vader. He had amazing matches with Vader. He battled everybody, man. Rick Flair. Him, he always him against the Horsemen team with the horseman, get jumped by the horsemen. <laughs> and shit, always some shit. But it was always, Sting was always there. Sting was always there. He always showed up. He was always on time. He definitely did what he had to do.
0: Mm-hmm. And, then,
1: um, and then Hogan came. Then Hogan came. So, you know how it go, man. With any any major corporation, man, you know, they think they can, even if even if we had our regular jobs and say we the best at our jobs, but this dude is at a rival company and he's like the number one. Everybody know him, the number one. So they mm-hmm. brought him in. And they, they they pushed Sting back to the back to the back a little bit, man. Cause not only Hogan came in and Macho Man came in almost at, at the same, same time. time. So now he, so now they kind of pushed Sting down a little bit, but Sting he had something up his fucking sleeve, man. I mean they still made they had Sting go against the outsiders. He was the first one to step to Hall and Nash, actually. <laughs> yep. First one to step to them. And um, but then yo, man, then we then we got started. Then they, they started one of the dopest storylines to me ever, where they had the fake Sting. And shit, oh yeah, you know the fake Sting. so <laughs> so they like they like oh sting is in the NWO and shit, but it was a whole nother dude playing. I love that shit. That shit was dope. Oh, yeah. So then they had like their big the, the big match was on um, the war games at um Fall Brawl mm-hmm. and then um and then Sting Like I remember the fake sting came, so it was like, Oh man, I mean the announcer was like, Oh, Sting is he's turned his back, and then the real sting came down, real sting came yep. down, he, he bust everybody ass, then everybody. he left and then he left, he just walked out. And then that started like probably, probably the one of the greatest angles ever in wrestling. I'm talking about the the the, 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 the um, crow sting. the crow sting, sting yes. angle, man, amazing, yo. But he just he sat in the rafters for a whole fucking year, a whole year, never said one word, never said one word. And then, then he finally, and then he had the baseball bat. Then he would finally start coming down, beat the NWO ass with the bat. You know, he never said, he still never said a <laughs> word, man. <laughs> But it was just, it was just dope, man. Like, so he totally reinvented. He's still to this day, cause he he's still wrestling now in um, AEW yeah. now, and he still got the crow persona. That's still the same persona. He carried that to TNA, and then he he still got it now, man. He still got it now. So, but I definitely had to give props to Sting, man, because like without Sting, like WCW have they might went out of business in the early nineties without him. True. He was True. definitely holding holding that company down, man, and and just to show like the very last Nitro, the very last show ever in WCW, the very last match was Sting versus Ric Flair yeah. and shit, the very last yep. match, man. So they even knew what they had with Sting, man. So absolutely, def- definitely had to give props to Sting, and he's another one like you said before, like you said, I like, take a n- never left. And like Sting technically never left either. He never left nope. WCW. Never left, man. He stayed. I think he had opportunities to leave because you know Vince Vince would have jumped at that shit. Oh yeah. But um, he chose not to, man. So he he definitely held it down. So big shout out to
2: Sting, man. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. That's a that's a, that's a great pick, man. Yeah, um, man. so going into my number three, okay. You actually just mentioned this guy, man. Ooh, okay. Um, you know this dude i i loved how his entrance came in man he was just this this he has so much and you know we we hate this word but he he has so much swagger man um i'm talking about none other man than rick flair okay okay yo man rick flair um This dude has been wrestling for years, man. A career that spanned almost like 40 years Mm -hmm. wrestling, man. Um i can remember it's so funny he would always do this move like when he would get uh beat up he get beat up beat up right so right. all of a sudden you know he start walking and then you know <laughs> holding on to the ropes he start walking and all of a sudden he falls straight down <laughs> on the, the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man this dude's actually really dope man um and i actually with him i actually learned that back in the day what wrestlers would do because Mm -hmm. they wanted to make sure that it seemed real uh he was one of the ones the first ones that i found out was taking the razor blades okay and like cutting their skin so that way they can be and show real blood man (laughs) (laughs) yeah man this dude um and it, 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 he's had a, a great career. And it's unfortunate in some of the things that happened, um, you know, some of the bad, you know, publicity that he's had as far as like with the DUI. And, um, you know, he's had the heart attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he
1: actually straight almost died a couple of years is, ago, man.
2: But he's still here. But he is in and, and wrestling, man. It was just phenomenal, man. Um, he's won just about almost every belt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Multiple
1: times, multiple, multiple times.
2: times. Yeah. Um, sixteen time world champion, mm. um, with uh, the the uh, NWA World mm. Heavyweight Championship, mm-hmm. six time WCW World Heavyweight Champion, um, two time WWF Champion. Um, yo, this dude had just uh, entered WCW uh, International World Heavyweight Championship, um wcw's triple crown uh, world tag team championship title intercontinental championship i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> in both wcw wwe world tag team championship man mm-hmm. this dude was amazing man and just like i said his persona in the ring he was that guy that was like you know, you know um I'm the rich guy, you know. what I'm saying <laughs> I get all the women, you know. Weird. So he he just had that. He just had that persona, man. I I, I love this dude, man. In the ring, man.
1: Man, oh man. Ric Flair is one of the greatest, man. Definitely one of the greatest ever, and shit, man. Like you said, had hell of a run, hell of a run from the '70s all the way to. I think he, shit. I think he had, he's technically had his technically technical retirement match in TNA, no in, in WWE against I'm um, Shawn Michaels oh yeah but it's doing the wrestling a couple of, he, he, he he's still wrestling a couple years after that man like come on uh-huh. Rick. You know? like you gotta honor that shit, man but it's all good <laughs> it's all good but yeah, yeah that's a good pick though rick fair had a had a great career man he and i i, and I love when he came to wwf and um in the early 90s and shit, when he came yep. through still everybody likes to talk about one of the greatest royal rumbles ever we won the title for the first time in um, um 92 92 royal Rumble yep. won the world title yeah, I man. It was dope, man. It was dope. It was dope. Shout out to Ric Flair, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, nice, my brother. Good one, man. All right. So my number three, I don't see if you got my number three, man. This dude is from a wrestling family, a wrestling dynasty. One okay. of the greatest wrestling families ever in the history of mankind. I would say some people say number one to me. The Samoans are number one because I'm I, I love the Samoans for some weird reason or shit, but <laughs> definitely number two, definitely number two wrestling family in the history of wrestling, man. This guy he started off in a tag team once again, started off in the in in the in as far as WWF goes, came in uh-huh. WWF with his brother in law, Jimmy Hart, man. They came through like they were amazing tag team, yo. By the time that '90s hit when he went solo, it was a rap man. I'm talking about the one and only Hitman Bret Hart. Yo.
2: Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: nice, nice, nice. Man, oh man, Bret Hart had again one of the his from '90 90 to '99. Like he had the entire fucking decade, yo. He had the entire decade. He was killing it. IC champion earlier on. Earlier on, he had one of the greatest matches in WWE history. He had a couple of greatest matches, man. Him and um, British Bulldog at, at SummerSlam. Uh-huh. They had an amazing match, man. He um And then, like I said, I, I mentioned earlier with Shawn Michaels about how WWF was going through this whole steroid trial. You know like. what I'm saying? So they had to look. They had to, like, even for, like, a public image, they had to go with the smaller guys. You know what I'm saying? So they picked, they picked Bret Hart. They picked Bret uh-huh. Hart. And Bret Hart won the world title, man. He won the world title against Ric Flair. You know, I always remember it was um, Saskatchewan. They called it Saskatchewan I was like, look, 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 Saskatchewan <laughs> and shit. <laughs> so I remember when he went because he won it. It wasn't even like a big show, pay per view. It was like a house show and he right. won the world title. And I mean, they announced it like on the wrestling challenge or whatever the next. I was like, wow, Bret Hart is a champion? I was like, oh shit. And yo, this fucking dude, man, like, Amazing matches with Yokozuna. Amazing yes. matches with Yokozuna, yo. Like, yes. just crazy. Like, this dude, his run was insane. His matches against Yokozuna, matches against Lex Luger. Mr. Perfect. Him and Mr. Perfect had oh, amazing yeah. fucking matches. Bret Hart versus Roddy Piper. Amazing yes. fucking matches, man. And um, just holding it down, holding the company down. And then even him and Diesel, him and Diesel had great matches, man. And then here comes Shawn Michaels. Him and Shawn Michaels had great matches, yo. And uh, he was just doing it. He was definitely the franchise of the company. He was definitely because Hogan was going. Everybody, Macho was going. It was all about Bret Hart. It was all about Bret Hart, man. And um, even to the point where they had this whole documentary, Wrestling With Shadows, they follow him around because he's the man. And then um, and then I, 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 my, my, my um, favorite part of his career was when he turned heel, and he, um, oh yeah, they they had a double hill turn with him and um him and Stone Cold, but Stone Cold would turn good and sure and Bret Hart turned bad, right? On that WrestleMania <laughs> match, and then and then he and then he got his people back together because you nobody's know, he's, he's feuding with his brother Owen, feuding with Bulldog, and then he got them all together and they formed the fucking Heart Foundation. Hart
2: Foundation, foundation yep. I love that.
1: That was that shit was just dope. So this dude had such an amazing, amazing part of his career where he was a hill in America. And he was a fucking baby face everywhere else in the world. Right. <laughs> that shit was insane, yo. Like, that shit was so crazy. Like, you would see them. They, they, they in Canada. He can stand ovations. Germany. Everywhere they went outside of America, it was a baby face. And then right. they come to America and they get booed out the building and shit, man. <laughs> but, like I said, the dude had a great, great. Um, not great. Excuse me. He had an amazing fucking career. One of the best ever. One of the best ever, hands down. If there ever was any kind of list, period, of like the best ever, he got to be in the top five. Bret Hart has to be in the top five, man. So um definitely got to give him his props, yo. Definitely give him his props, man. You know, we had a little bit of drama with the whole, with the whole Montreal Screw Angle shit with with Vince McMahon. Oh, yeah. And you know, he went on to move to went to move to um, WCW. He, he still had some good matches over there, though. He had some good matches in WCW because he had a he had a excellent match him and um him and um Chris Benoit had an yeah. amazing fucking match for the um, Owen Hart Memorial, and he was good. He he was still good, you know. Unfortunately, the way his career ended, you know, kind of like a freak accident with Goldberg kicked yeah. him in his head. Yeah, yeah, kind of. got kind of just straight up ended his career after that. It was it was a wrap. But um he was good though, man. Like I said, that's my guy, man. Big shout out to Brett, the Hitman Hearts, yo. My number
2: three. Yeah, that was a good number three, man. Yeah, man. Um, so yo, my number two. We're getting down to it, man. This yeah. is you know, I already know your one and two all, man. I already know and shit, yeah. Oh, you already know. I already know. We're right? we gonna see, we're gonna see, we're gonna see. So my number two, man. What can I say about this guy? This guy is a third generation wrestler, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, his father was a wrestler. Mm-hmm. His grandfather was a wrestler, man. Yeah, man. Um, you just actually talked about like that line um, when we talk about Samoans, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking about none other than Dwayne Douglas Johnson. The Rock, word, the future <laughs> president of the United States yeah, of America, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure he's probably gonna get it, but you know, you he know is, that, he is, yeah, he is. <laughs> I don't know what yeah,
1: but he is <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> um, I picked this guy because, yes, he started pretty much his career in the middle of the '90s, mm-hmm. but during that time period, you know, he killed his career you know that career was phenomenal mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying um well on into the 2000s mm-hmm. um finally retiring um in uh 2019 right before the pandemic mm-hmm. um this guy was amazing man i mean started off playing football and it's crazy so many people started off like you said oh, earlier yeah. playing football and then All jumping into wrestling man
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> um like I said, he comes from a family of wrestlers, man. His father, Rocky Johnson, his grandfather, Peter Maivia. Mm-hmm. Um Yo, this this guy was another phenom in the in in the wrestling business, man. I mean, you see these crazy matches and like his persona in the ring, he was like this 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 asshole. That was his persona, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, knowing that he was better than everybody else. Whoa. Do you smell? But la. <laughs> <What> the rock <laughs> is cooking. <laughs> yeah. Um, just man, the trash talk, man. This dude was was and he backed it up you Mm -hmm. know in the ring um has so many different um phenomenal matches man um one of the ones uh and you know we made well i'm not even gonna get into that one yet but Mm -hmm. uh because you know
1: we we gotta get into that shit in a couple of minutes right (laughs) exactly
2: (laughs) um yo man stone i mean um the rock man the rock is just just crazy man mm-hmm. like and his career from he this guy was a wrestler so and i mean and as an act as a wrestler you are pretty much an actor mm-hmm. uh, yeah. went from football to wrestling and then really into the movies on the big screen um and a small screen doing i mean he just he, he just did everything man um as far as like in the in the ring Oh man this dude he his elbow drop was hilarious he <laughs> the run from ring <laughs> he run from one side to the ring to the other side of the <laughs> ring toss his elbow uh brace off and then boom drop the elbow <laughs> man people's um, elbow. the people's elbow man and then uh he always had that the, the eyebrow man the people's eyebrow hmm. um is is it's, it's it's not it's a lot that you can say about this guy, but it's, it's so, it's so much that you can say, but we don't have all day. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, Dick, you, I mean, you said it all, man. Amazing career. Like you said, he's kind of started a little bit later. Um, I'm I watched him. I watched his debut. I remember watching uh-huh. that Survivor series when he came out, smiling, happy baby face. And he like, Hey, Hey guys, he came out and he, and he won. So that was like, mm. People was like, okay. And then, they was pushing him super hard, and then mm-hmm. the fans don't like that shit, man. The fans don't like that shit, yo. So they turned against him, turned against him. And then the best thing that ever happened to his career, man, he turned heel and joined the Nation of Domination, yo. Yes. That was the best thing that ever fucking happened to that his mess. life. You know, his life, period. His whole entire life changed after that because then people started seeing them as something else other than... They started seeing his charisma. Then he, then he, and then he, and then he just killed it from there. He, from there, he, they, you know, obviously that was their call to turn him hill. He mm-hmm. took it from there. He took it from there, man. And he, he, he showed, like you said, the asshole. He had the the, <laughs> the twenty thousand dollars shirts on with the shades, <laughs> and even him trying to, even him, the whole storyline with him and um the guy you mentioned earlier, Farouk, him taking over the nation, the domination. Yep. That was ill. And then it was just ill. You know, yeah, the rock. The, the rock had an amazing career. I didn't have him, I didn't have him on my list because um because he didn't really get really started to like ninety eight as far as like getting it crazy popping like ninety eight. So that was only like close to the end of the end of the decade and shit. Right. But um he he definitely had a super impact. Like him and Stone Cold at the same time. It was just insane, man. But definitely did his thing. Shout out to the Rock, man. Shout out to oh the yeah, rock,
2: yo. definitely shout out to the Rock.
1: Yeah, man. Now what's funny is I didn't have The Rock as my number two. Because I know we got to say number one. We clearly got to say number one. I didn't have The Rock as my number two, but my number two, you didn't have him on your list. And you mentioned him in the beginning that you didn't have him, but he is my motherfucking number two. Because this dude right here, if we had a, if whatever we, it's a spoiler alert. It's not even a spoiler alert. If we we did, if we do the top 10 wrestlers of the 80s, he's number one of the 80s. Period. It's it's not even a question. No, you can't. You can't argue. You can't argue. But for me, now for the 90s, this guy, his resurrection pushed him all the way up there, man. Obviously talking about the the fucking one of the number one wrestlers ever. Talking about the immortal Hollywood Hulk Hogan, man. Yeah, man. Hulk Hogan in the 90s was just fucking insane. Started the 90s out a little shaky and shit. You know, it was a little shaky. He was he was kind of, Vince was kind of winding him down. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't really, you know, he wasn't in the main events that much. I mean, well, 90, he won the title. And he was the champion in 90, lost the title. He won it in, in WrestleMania 7, which is 91. And then about WrestleMania 8 is when he started kind of winding him down. And then WrestleMania um, 9 was his last WrestleMania, his last time in WWE. He left like, like a couple of months later. And then um, then he moved on to WCW. So this is the thing for me because he moved on to WCW and he immediately fucking business went through the roof just that he was there. Yeah. Just him being there. They just went through the fucking roof, yo. Just him being there. And then obviously we just talked about it earlier with Hall and Nash, the whole NWO thing. I mean, Hall and Nash at the beach. (laughs) They they set it off, but it was clear. It was Hogan. It was clearly Hogan, yo. It was because nobody ever, nobody expected it. Nobody seen it. And the crowd started turning on him even before it happened. They started turning on him a little bit because the same old happy baby face shit, win every match, whatever, smiling. And it was like, man, fuck this, yo. (laughs) And then he flipped it. The same thing Sting did. Hogan did it, too. He flipped it. Hollywood Hogan, and that was it. He was off to the fucking races, and they just took over. They like they were the number one company. That's why I gotta have them up here because they went from number two to number one. Yeah, and they were one, they were the first company ever to beat WWE. They beat them for eighty three straight weeks, eighty three yep. straight weeks on the on Monday nights, man. Like and that was all on the strength of Hogan, all on the strength of Hogan and
2: shit, yo. Did you did you ever see where they had the the uh, comparison um, as far as like the 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 viewpoints, like where at mm. first it was like okay, WW um, WWF would have right. like maybe three point seven, right, right, it, right, right, yeah, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it flipped and, it flipped, <laughs> and then, the, bro, but Joe, do you know how many people was watching that shit on a Monday
1: night? Like it was like seven million and seven yes. million. Like it was like 14, 15 million people every Monday night watching wrestling, yo. Yes. Raw now it gets like 1.8 million viewers, Raw now. <laughs> 1.8 million every single week, yo. That
2: tells you something.
1: <laughs> that tells you something serious, man. But um, yeah, like I said, I definitely had to give props to Hogan, man, because he definitely, he definitely held it down like in the nineties. Mm. Like I said, he came, came through the WCW and he just he injected that shit. He injected that Hogan shit into the man. They had they had some goofy shit going on, like him going against the Dungeon of Doom, and that was a little goofy. Oh,
0: yeah, a little
1: goofy. And it was it was kind of crazy that he came his first match. He won the world title his first match. Yeah, I mean, eh. yeah, <laughs> funky and shit, but it is what I mean, he, it's Hogan though. It's Hogan and shit, man. So it's all good though. But um, yeah, man, definitely
2: definitely had to put him as my number two and shit, man. Okay, good, good. That's what's up. That's what's yeah, up. Man. All right, so we're gonna get into the number one. Let's see if this number one is the same. Um, I wonder if it is the same. It's you it's got the wonder to be. if it's the same. What the fuck? I mean, I'm 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 curious. Um let's see. So this guy um started out in WCW. Uh the first part of his name. He went by in WCW as stunning. Right, of course we got the same person, man. <laughs> like, how the fuck you don't have this? <laughs> like, <you> don't... <laughs> I thought it wasn't even a question. Shit, man. <laughs> Came to the WWF, changed that. Instead of being stunning, he changed that to Stone Cold. So I'm talking about... Stone Cold Steve Austin no 316 said just says <laughs> I just whipped your ass. No <laughs> doubt, man. <laughs> Ain't
1: no denying that shit, man. Ain't no denying this dude is number one, yo. Know?
2: <laughs> yeah, man. This dude is definitely number one, man. Um, this guy's career was crazy. That run was crazy. Mm. Um and it was, and that's why I didn't mention earlier when I said my number two, The Rock, mm-hmm, right? The back and forth series they had between each other, between The Rock and Stone. Cold. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, that was one of the best series of fights out of wrestling history, man. That, oh, man. That, that the way they was going back and forth on not only just the pay-per-view events but um, monday night raw i mm. mean it was it was crazy man i <laughs> loved it and this guy man he he was stone cold was 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 i liked how he went into the every time he won they tossed the beer to him you know <laughs> <laughs> chunk back to be supposedly you know but um this guy was was another one of one of the best wrestlers, mm. top 10 wrestlers of the 90s, man.
1: 100. 100%. Yeah, like I said, it, it, and I watched him from the, the... The reason I had him on my number one, obviously, we all know that, that that bottom half was just insane, but his top half was amazing, too. Even when he was yep. at WCW, as Stunning Steve, he had a hell of a run. He had a hell of oh, a yeah. run. Going, you know, in battle. he had a lot of amazing matches with on um, Ricky Steamboat in WCW. Yep. A lot of amazing matches, man. But then... The thing I've really loved about him, that's when I... Because he was cool. I liked him. I liked him in WCW. I was like, okay, he's cool. I liked him. He teamed flying Brian, you know, fucking yep. Hollywood blondes. They had a good tag team. But he got fired. I said he left. He got fired from WCW. Then he went to ECW. He oh, was, yeah. I forgot he, he went was to ECW. ECW. for like a... maybe. might have been a couple of... might have been like a month or two. But just him at ECW, that's when he really honed his own character because Paulie just let him just do what he want to do. And then he uh-huh. I don't know if you ever seen these clips, but he would do he would put like a blonde wig on. He would like imitate Hulk Hogan. He would like imitate, um <laughs> like talk mad shit to Hulk Hogan, talk shit to um, Eric Bischoff. And Monday, um Monday Night Quail, he's like falling asleep <laughs> at the desk and shit, like, oh, like saying the show was boring, like. He was crazy. Like he was mad entertaining, yo. Like mad entertaining. <laughs> he was goofy, entertaining. And he had a he had a he had a really good run at um ECW, man. But then he obviously moved on to WWF uh-huh. as the um the ring man, Him as the ringmaster. He came in. And like I said, I knew who he was. So I'm like, okay, I'm you know, it was cool. But then I mean, once that Stone Corp Persona kicked in, man, like, cause I'm in high school. I'm in high school and shit. Um, right. yeah, my high school. Getting ready to go to college and and then like that was that was the talk that was just a talk every day every come oh so what Stone Cold did last night oh shit Stone Cold <laughs> yo he, yo he gave the middle finger that shit was just it was just amazing man like I said that run and then he just took them I think I think I said he's the number one merchandise seller in the history in the history of fucking wrestling and shit. I agree. Everybody I've, I've had everybody had the fucking three sixteen shirts. Everybody yep. had the fucking <laughs> all of that shit, man. So, I mean, this dude, he's still like he's still doing his thing right now, man. He um he, I'm saying not wrestling wise, but he's like he got the podcast going. He got the interview series going. Uh-huh.
2: And um, he's he got dope, his own man. own IPA beer.
1: I his own IPA beer, like. He had a um he had a couple of reality shows where he was doing like the um the challenges and shit, the broken uh-huh. Skull challenge. And very, very, very entertaining dude, man. Very amazing guy, amazing career. And shout out to Stone Cold, yo. Period. Shout
2: out to Stone Cold Steve Austin, man. And- oh, man.
1: I knew he was gonna have to say number one. I knew, and I knew <laughs> know rock was gonna be a number two. I knew Rock was gonna be a number two. Shit, so you know? did, so
2: you did call it. You did call it. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I definitely okay. knew your rock was.
1: Gonna, I mean, I mean, you said it from the beginning. You said you didn't have Hogan in the very beginning. I said, like, Oh, okay, you don't got Hogan. That's all right. I'm, I'm like, Why don't you
2: have Hogan and shit? I'm like, That's kind of odd. Why, why don't you have Hogan again? Now? I mean, because you know, he thinks I'm a. You know,
1: oh man, see, <laughs> you, see, you did do it, man. Come on, man. You did the R. Kelly, shit, man. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. What's <laughs> talking about you? He's talking about his the, 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 the daughter was dating, not you.
2: I'm saying I could have dated his daughter, you know uh, what I'm saying?
1: Man, come on, man. You can't be biased. This is a top 10, man. You can't be biased, man. You gotta, you gotta keep it real. I man. know, I know. It's a personal just, feeling to the side, man.
2: He just fell off my list along. I
1: understand. Ago, Ain't nothing wrong with that. I understand. I understand. I understand. All right, that's what's up, my brother. Man, hit that, hit that got to that wrestling top 10 shit. Yes,
2: yes, yes.
1: Man, that's you, man. You, you want to do a rundown real quick?
2: Yeah, do a top quick rundown. Ten. So, my top 10. We started at number 10 with the Undertaker. Um, number nine, we had Diamond Dallas Page, number eight. Had Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> number Goldberg. seven was the Ultimate Warrior. Nice. <laughs> number six, my man Ron Simmons, aka Fruka cool. Um, Number five, Booker T. Mm-hmm. Number four, we had both Scott Hall and Kevin Nash as the Outsiders. Cheating ass. Uh.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> number three, we had Ric Flair. Number two, we had The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. And then number one had Stone Cold Steve Austin. Nice. That's so
1: crazy. Warrior is the only person that's fucking passed away on both our listenership, man. That's kind of crazy. That is crazy. Wow. As many wrestlers have fucking died, yo. That's crazy, man. You know who I thought you were going to actually have? Who's that?
2: I thought you would have had Crispin Benoit.
1: See, I have Chris Brown for the for the two thousands. I'm for the two thousands. Yeah, not for the not for the not for the necessarily okay. the 90s. you know he did have some yeah, great matches in, the, in WCW, but he didn't even win the world title until like the Spoiler very end. Spoiler alert! Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know, Christian Brown. I, I don't play that shit. Christian Brown is my true. guy, yo. I don't play that. <laughs> shit. That's my guy, man. <laughs> oh right, yeah. So, let me Absolutely. break it down, man. Who we got? My my number ten was uh Ray Mysterio Jr. Was my number 10. Shout out to Ray. Uh, my number nine was Sabu, the homicidal, genocidal, suicidal. Oh. <laughs> <Sabu>. <laughs> my number eight was your man Goldberg and shit. Shout out to Goldberg. Uh, my number seven was Booker T. Can you dig it,
0: sucker? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> my number six was uh, Mick Foley and shit, aka Cactus Jack, aka Mankind. Shout out to him, man. Uh, number five was the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Uh, my number four, my number four was the franchise. My man Sting. My man oh. Sting, yo. Number three, the best at it, the best there is, the best there was, the best to ever be, man. <laughs> Definitely Bret Hart, man. My number three. Number two, you gotta go with the man, yo. Gotta go with Hollywood, Hulk Hogan, and shit. It's number two. And just like you, man, my number one, the Stone Cold Steve Austin, yo! Nice, definitely number one. That's what's up, my brother. You stepping? Thank you. Welcome to my realm, man. My realm of wrestling and shit, man. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. That's what's up. All right, my brother. So it's on you, man, to pick the topic for next week, man. What we got, yo?
2: So I'm gonna keep it in the realm of television. Okay. Um, so this one for next week is gonna be the top 10 prime time TV shows of the nineties. Mm, Primetime TV
1: shows of the
2: nineties.
1: I like yes. it. Primetime. Okay, so we talking with okay. Let's, let's let's get it. So, came on, what's prime time? What? Fucking eight eight to eleven? Eight. Eight, eight to eleven. Eight to eleven prime time. TV yep. show, the nineties. The '90s.
2: I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm there, man. Eight eight p.m. to right before the news start. Right before the
1: news. <laughs> <laughs> or or if he was like what that was the night? Like I said, a couple came on at eleven for me and shit. But that was the '80s, though. That was the '80s. Oh yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it still came out of the '90s or not. I'm not sure. Shit, but
0: <laughs> I
1: top i'm with it i'm with it let's get it yes sir it, man all right cool man so appreciate you big lou hall jumping in man we had a another dope dope episode man dope is top 10 podcast yo
2: absolutely yeah man yeah.
1: Big shout out to everybody, man. Checking the out. beats, pods, and life network. Shout out to recess, shout out to my man prez and the, the two ghosts and shit. Shout out to them. Yes, sir. Shout out to shout out to B. shout out to Coco Bella, sipping with brandy um belligerent state of mind podcast on the air with prez uh trey's 20s and dimes man we getting it oh, popping man Beats yes. pods of life network we getting it popping y'all. so big shout out to everybody for checking us out uh social medias at beats pods of life on instagram and hit me up personally that's at the dopest dame on instagram y'all
2: peace yo what's good everybody it's your boy lou hall once again, you can check me, and I appreciate y'all checking us out too, man. I really appreciate it. Um, y'all, 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 just just keep checking us out. We got so much coming, so so many things coming with this Beats Positive Life Network, man. So if y'all want to see more of what I'm doing personally, you can hit me up on the Snapchat and the Instagram. That's going to be l o u h a l l i z b a c k That's Lou Hall is IZ back, B A C K. Then you can hit me on the email. That's going to be L O U H A L L 803 at yahoo.com. Lou Hall 803 at yahoo.com.
1: No doubt. All right, my brother. Appreciate it, man. We out, y'all. Peace.
0: Beats, pods, and life network.